Hi, welcome to episode 20 of Talk About the Passion. 20 episodes already. That really flew by. And uh, I'm certainly looking forward to many more as long as uh, people want to have a conversation. I'll keep recording them. Uh, Nor rain, snow, act of God. Uh, But uh, before I start this one, I want to thank my friend Amanda, who uh, I imagine will never even hear this, uh, but uh, for loaning me a spot at her place of work in Salem to uh, record this episode. So thanks, Amanda. Um, So episode 20 is with uh, my friend Nate Newton. If you uh, follow this podcast or simply look at the names of the episodes, you'll you'll notice they're all named after songs. the vast majority of them are, are related to the episode. The person might have uh, mentioned the particular artist or, or that record that, that the song came from, or I just thought it fit the episode for whatever reason. Uh, this particular episode today is uh, named after a lungfish song. Uh, we don't talk about lungfish in this episode, uh, but I, I know Nate's a fan, and uh, the lyrics don't really have anything to do with the episode. I just thought it worked well. For a title, so, uh, okay, so we're all happy here with that. Uh, I was glad to uh, have Nate record an episode. His band, Converge, are one of my favorite bands uh, from the hardcore scene. Although at this point, and at no point really do Converge uh, sound like a typical hardcore band. Um, You know, they've stood in their own spot and managed to, at least in my opinion, get better with age. All of their uh, records are like a step forward from the previous one, and, and the chemistry they have at this point is, is pretty amazing. And, you know, for a band who have a record that uh, Rolling Stone put in their top 100 uh, greatest metal albums of all time, uh, Jane Doe, you know, they're just a humble group of hardcore kids at the end of the day, uh, making music they want to make. And, uh, you know, that's the essence of punk rock or hardcore, whatever, whatever you want to call it. So uh, we we talk a bit about that record, of course, and uh, and then some of his other uh, musical projects uh, you might know, like uh, the Doom Riders and uh, Old Man Gloom. And uh, he he tells a great story about how he got to work with uh, the Cavalier Conspiracy. So and uh, we even get into some skateboarding, which uh, kind of ties the whole episode together, as you'll see. So. Uh, a couple more things. Uh, I'm on social media, so uh, if you search for Talk About the Passion podcast, I should be able to find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, same goes for wherever you like to listen to your podcasts, uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, whatever. I'm actually on uh, Spotify now as well, so if that's your uh if you use Spotify for podcasting uh, and search for Talk About the Passion podcast, you'll find me on there. Uh, and also, uh, if you like what you hear, you can give me a review on iTunes. Uh, you don't have to write anything, but hey, if you like it, uh, give it a grade and uh, you know subscribe, and you won't you f- if, and you won't miss any new episodes. And uh, one last thing, if you or someone you know uh, would like to be on this podcast. Uh, you know, definitely send me a message on Facebook or Twitter and uh, we can set something up. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, episode 20. Uh, here we go with uh, Nate Newton. So I'm here with my friend Nate Newton. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you, man? Good. Good. Very good. Uh, thanks for doing this for me. And, thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so we're here in Salem, Mass., where where you lived for a little while. Yeah. Uh, but you you weren't born here. Where, where did you grow up? I grew up in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Virginia Beach. Yeah. Um, I moved to Massachusetts in '99. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, when you were growing up there, how how did you get into music and, and that kind of stuff? Um. I mean, just music in general. Yeah, yeah. Did you have like a person in your family or? Uh, or anything? I mean, there was always music. Yeah. In in the house, you know, my parents had a pretty, pretty decent record collection. Um, my grandfather was a country western musician. He passed away when I was, you know, like not even a year old. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that he cast a pretty big shadow mm-hmm. uh, um, on the rest of the family. So, it, it, you know, there was always like a value put on music yeah, yeah. In, in my family. Yeah. So th- it was always encouraged. Mm-hmm. And my, my parents were cool. They'd let me go through their records even when, you know, I was probably ruining them. <laughs> I was definitely ruining them. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Do you, do you remember any specific ones that hit you that, that kind of... Yeah, well, the very first record that I ever owned belonged to my dad when he was a kid. He gave it to me. It was Marty Robbins' uh, Gunfighter Ballads. Yeah, yeah. And then um, just stuff that sticks out, kind of digging through my parents' collection when I was a kid. Diamond Dogs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you would look at the covers of records yeah, and be like, yeah. I want to know what that's about. Right, So right. Like, it was yeah. like Diamond Dogs. um, uh, Lou Reed, um, Rock and Roll Animal, yeah, oh. um, Bob Marley, Exodus. I remember, hmm. like they had a good record yeah, collection. Was, you know, it was pretty broad too. That's yeah, cool. they they had all kinds of stuff. You know, it was it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, and uh, do you remember your first the first concert you went to? Uh, <laughs> I mean like very first concert yeah no 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 No, i mean it was you know it was like stupid right shit that like a town puts on and yeah it's a free concert let's go like that kind of stuff right you know um it was like probably like kenny Loggins or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. that's funny but uh Um, yeah i i don't remember i remember the first like show that i went to yeah, like yeah. shows and concerts and yeah yeah different yeah, things uh so what was that very first punk show i i went to was agnostic front and the vandals yeah um and i didn't know who either band was yeah uh and i got scared and i left <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like 12 i think or, yeah um 13 i uh was I've told this story like a million times, but yeah, yeah. I was, I was down at the oceanfront, Virginia beach mm-hmm. skating around, um, went to a surf shop to buy some stickers. Yeah. And cause my, my mom's friend lived up the street from there and mm-hmm. she, you know, we were pretty free range. Yeah. Um, and I ran into some older skaters from my neighborhood mm-hmm. and they were like, what are you doing? Come with us. Yeah. We're going to this show. And I was like, yeah, punk show. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so I went and I, I don't know how I even got in cause I didn't have money. Right. Right. Like, I guess someone just figured I was somebody's little brother and they just, I just walked in. Yeah. Um, and it was 
the scariest <laughs> group of human beings I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I, I I stayed for like 45 minutes. Yeah. I saw someone get beat up. Yeah. And then I left. And the person who got beat up, I found out decades later yeah. from him yeah. uh, was Randy Blythe. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, Agnostic Front. When I, I remember when I first heard them and saw that first record, I was kind of scared of them because it's yeah. New York hardcore, at least with, with me when I was like 13 or 14. Yeah. It was like the Boston stuff and suicidal tendencies, Black Flag, but then that AF record came out and the pictures of them, I was like, these guys are these dudes will, <laughs> yeah. These dudes will stab you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, they're, they're living on a whole other plane of existence <laughs> that I can't understand. Right, right. Um, yeah. I'm still scared of them. Yeah, yeah, dudes. yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they're fucking... Sweetheart guys. Sweethearts, yeah. the nicest dudes ever. But, yeah. I, like, Roger especially. Yeah, like, yeah. he's awesome. Yeah. Every time I've ever talked to him, he's been nothing but nice to me, but I'm yeah, still yeah. just like... <gasps> <laughs> and I think it all goes back to that first time I saw him. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, so after that, did you kind of get the bug to want to go to more shows, even though you were scared? Um, no, it, it was... It was probably a couple of years. Yeah. Not not many, like right, one right. one or two years. Yeah. Um I saw like Agent Orange and some more I guess kind of some some bigger shows like the Ramones. Yeah. Um and then yeah, I just started going to hardcore shows. Yeah. It just I mean I guess it's a similar story for yeah. most people our age. You just right, kind right. of ease your way into yeah, it yeah. and then Socially, you kind of find your way in because right. other people are like, "Oh, come hang out with us," right, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. I want to be with the cool kids. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you started playing music eventually. Yeah, down I there. I start. Well, my family moved to Atlanta okay. for for a year mm -hmm. when I was like thirteen to fourteen, and I met some other kids down there, like skaters and stuff. Yeah. And one of them played guitar. Mm -hmm. And so he had a mini ramp in his backyard. So I was like at yeah. his house all the time. Right. And, uh, you know, he kind of showed me some stuff on guitar and that was when I was like, all right, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah. You know, I'm going to learn how to, I'm going to learn how to play guitar. Right. And, uh, actually really genuinely trying to play music that didn't really happen until, I mean, I got a guitar <laughs> thinking I want to be in a band. Yeah. Yeah didn't give two shits about learning how to play it. Right, right. Um, but actually making that, like trying to make that a reality probably when I was about 15. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 14, 15, something like that. Okay. And uh, Jesuit, uh, that was, when, when did you start that? That was, Jesuit was 95, yeah, so I think. So I was, 20 yeah when that band started okay um my first band was god awful yeah we were called lift okay and um yeah it was just yeah. i mean it, it's like any other any other band in high school like right. oh you have a, you have drums right right you yeah. know you right. have a bass yeah. cool we're in a band right right and l luckily you know they all kind of we all sort of had similar tastes yeah. you know and so we kind of were a I don't know what we were. Yeah. What what kind of stuff were you guys digging? Yeah, I mean, we were in Virginia, so yeah. like everybody 
the DC cast a pretty heavy shadow yeah. on us. So we yeah. all love like discord stuff. And yeah. then like one of the guys in the band was like a Smith's Morrissey super fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I was probably the, I was the dude that was like way, way into hardcore, yeah, yeah. but we all kind of like, uh, agreed on Fugazi. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's sort of like a common ground. Yeah. So that was people. sort of where we all met. Nice. Um, we didn't sound like that. No, <laughs> we were fucking terrible. Yeah, like I found a demo tape not that long ago and and uh, put it on, listened to it. And I was like, did were we rapping? What the hell? Oh, what what is this? Yeah. Like I, I, it wasn't what I remembered it being. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's bad. Has it's people bad. seen? Is is that out and something people could find? If they, God, I hope not. because yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But then, like, pretty much right as I graduated from high school, um, I was like, I want to play the heavy shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because I, I was always into, like, the aggressive right. stuff, like, hardcore and stuff and, like, metal and everything. But yeah. couldn't find people that were coming from the same place. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. Right around when I graduated from high school, I started a band called Channel. Okay. With the... Uh, with some friends and that was the first time that I was like okay this is a real band yeah. we're like all on the same page right. let's do this you know and then that's when all the bullshit started yeah <laughs> just having to work with other people and no I mean no it was rad I'm, yeah, yeah. I, like I mean the bullshit in general is the the, the long road that brought oh, me right, to right. sitting here in this yeah, chair yeah, yeah. with you yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah that's cool. So but, then uh, Jesuit happened after that. Yeah, Jesuit was... Channel broke up. Channel did, like, a couple of tours. Mm-hmm. Our first tour was with Converge. Oh, wow. Um, I th- which I believe was Converge's first tour as well. Nice. Um, so, like, we... You know, I, we were tight with... I've, I've been tight with those guys since 1993, 94, yeah. something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, as anyone in a in a band will tell you most people aren't cut out for being in a touring band right right. and you know so it fell apart yeah also i was crazy that's a that's a big part of it (laughs) yeah Um, yeah. and so that band broke up and by that point i had like discovered i'd gotten like into you know like the am rep Mm -hmm. touch and go stuff and was just like i want to be i want to I want to be crazy, <laughs> crazy and hardcore. Because right, I right. love Infest, <laughs> and I and I love Jesus Lizard. Right, right. You know, and like Dead Guy and Today Is the Day and all that stuff was yeah, happening. Yeah. And I was, you know, I loved Rorschach. Yeah. Um. So I was like, all right, let's start. A, I'm going to start my crazy heavy right. band now. That was my heavy band. Right, this right. is my crazy heavy band. Yeah, yeah. And um, so found some like-minded individuals. Yeah. And uh, we started fucking making noise. You yeah. know, like uh, Brett, who played bass in the band, mm-hmm. he was like one of the only people I knew in the area that like, you know, he's the guy who turned me on to sleep in, oh, wow. you know, okay. in 1993 or whatever, yeah, yeah. like, or 94, I don't know, something like that. Right. Um, like, and we all love neurosis and right. all that stuff. And yeah. like, so we're like, let's do that. Yeah. Or, well, not that. Right, right. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we started that band and uh, same story. Not everybody's cut out for being in a touring band and I'm yeah. crazy. Yeah, and yeah. I was exceptionally crazy then yeah. and like exceptionally difficult to deal with. Yeah. And so I drove that band right into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, right about the time when that was happening, uh, Converge needed a bass player. Yeah. And so they were like, hey, we're going on this tour. Yeah. You want to fill in on bass? And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's got four strings. Yeah, yeah. I could do that. Right. Never really played bass before. Right. Didn't own a bass. Yeah didn't learn the songs until three <laughs> days before the t I, sh I showed up and I sat in Kurt's bedroom with him in Alston yeah. and he showed me the songs and I did not know them <laughs> and we left on tour and I could tell he was so bummed right <laughs> but uh yeah I just strummed my bass and jumped around right and acted crazy and uh you kind of do that now that's I mean, kind of what I do now I but it works sort out. of know the yeah, songs right. now <laughs> um and that's uh and now and here was, we are. Yeah, yeah. And that was, was that like 99 or 2000? Uh, 98. 98, okay. 98, I, yeah. I joined the band. Yeah. And uh, so that was sort of right before Jane Doe happened. Yeah. I joined right when uh, when Forever Comes Crashing. Okay. Oh, okay. Out. Like right. St Steve had recorded with them. Yep. And then Caven was, you know, that's like when uh, Beyond Hypothermia came mm -hmm. out, I believe. Yeah. And so they were like, you know, cave was like, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm glad they did. Yeah, yeah, Fucking course. incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that record came out, and they were like, well, we need somebody to play bass. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. I yeah. have nothing going on in my life at all. Right. Might as well play your songs. Yeah. So. And what was that? Was that like the, because they were already pretty established at that point. And yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. It, for me, it was really amazing because, like, I was used to going on tour for, again, going back to me being crazy. Right. Like, yeah, let's go on tour for two months. Who gives a shit if we have guarantees? Like, right, right. you know, literally paying, playing for, like, 20 bucks a night. Right. You know, like, not breaking even. I mean, right. that's what killed that band. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so, like, I came back from the Converge tour and I had like $300 and I yeah. was like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I made money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, so then when Jane Doe happened, did you, did you have, uh, so you were obviously a full time member. Were you part of like writing when you guys yeah. put it together? Did you guys all? Yeah. The, the first thing that, I had any part of was the uh, the split with agoraphobic nosebleed mm -hmm. um, and I've got like some riffs here and there and then the that uh, what's this song called the one with the Ric Flair sample <laughs> Minnesota yeah that I wrote that one. Oh, all right and then um, thaw is that on that thaws too? on the hell child split okay that's that right um, yeah. Yeah. So like the, those that and the Hell Child split were the first two things that I was a part of. Yeah. And then um, Jane was like the first L full LP. Yeah. Which actually was the first full LP I had ever played on. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So the um, I guess um, my role in all that was just 
I, I was bringing riffs to the table and stuff, but um, I think up until that point, the band had operated very differently. Yeah. And um, like, you know, Kurt was the, the main writer. Right. Not necessarily because he was like, you know, I'm in charge. We do things my way. But like, he was the guy with the guitar and, right. you know, he, wrote riffs and yeah, so yeah. like i started bringing riffs to the table uh aaron, aaron wrote some stuff too um like you know aaron was writing stuff with kurt as yeah, well in the yeah. past and then um i started bringing stuff to the table but i think before i joined the band you know maybe the other guys will say differently i i think they would probably agree with me mm -hmm. um before i joined the band i don't think there was anybody really saying hey don't do that right like right. you don't need to put all of those riffs in one song right, or right. like that riff's kind of weak dude you don't need to put that in there right. or like what i i think there was nobody ever just going why why right why right. is that there yeah. i don't get it you know um and so i i think probably my biggest contribution at least at that time was editing yeah that's you cool. know yeah I mean, I, I have I have a few songs on Jane Doe and like some riffs here and there and stuff, but right. th I think that's probably the biggest contribution. That that was I think the first time that collectively the band was like, oh yeah, we should self edit. Right. <laughs> we don't need to cram fifteen songs into one song. Yeah, know? the f the focus on that record, you can you can kind of see that when you when you listen to that record. Oh it's yeah, definitely. Like it's, it's very. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think that's definitely one of the reasons the other reason is ben joined the band yeah, yeah. and like that was the first time that we had someone able to physically do what we were all visualizing right right you know yeah he's like a crazy you know drum <laughs> robot that's yeah, just yeah. like yeah do this like but right. ding ding you know and, yeah, yeah. and he does it and then, and then you're like yeah like that but your left hand should hit this and your right hand should hit this so that it sounds so it throws the beat this way right oh like this yeah like, how did you just do that like <laughs> I, I can't okay yeah but yeah that's that's been yeah and that record did that was that any sort of like controversy with that with like hardcore people thinking it was you know you're this isn't pure hardcore at this point or uh, that kind of did you guys hear I, I don't really I, I think that that sort of a um Reaction Converge had already been yeah. like, "Fuck you!" With yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, but like people had been giving them that reaction for you know ten years at that point. Almost. Right, right. Um, yeah. uh, what what I do remember reaction wise is it was a very slow burn. Yeah, as far as like you know people coming around to it, especially like people who had been fans of the band for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Like I, I think generally speaking well, i don't know maybe not now it's it's right. been a long time since yeah, then yeah. but like you have people who like converge pre-jane doe and right. people who like converge post-jane doe yeah, and yeah. like you know it was it drew a line in the sand for yeah. sure like there were people that were just like what the fuck is this <laughs> you know yeah yeah and then, and then there were other people that were like what the fuck is this yeah, yeah. you know yeah, yeah. so i don't know it, it's funny Jake, like that was the first time that uh, 
a label had a, a publicist for us. Yeah. And like Jake has like this fucking notebook full of like all the press. Yeah. And it's like mostly bad reviews. Really? Like people didn't like it huh. or, or didn't get it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It took a little while for right. it to, to kind of sink in. Yeah. And, you know, but we we felt good about it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Who cares? I think, uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel, I feel like after that, you guys, I mean, I felt like it was always going to be a different record each time. And that was why I got into the band now, uh-huh. personally. Because, like, you know, it's Motorhead and the Ramones and those bands that kind of do the same thing. That's awesome because they do it well. Yeah. But I, I usually generally like bands that kind of switch it up. and Yeah. Uh, I'm the same way. Stay, you know, if I hear like a song like Cruel Bloom and Towing Jehovah, mm-hmm. it's... To me, they're both hardcore songs. Yeah, but it's just yeah, they're it's a totally different vibe. Yeah, it's just, totally and, different. And yeah, it, it's funny. Like, um, I, I personally like whenever we're writing a record. I never, I don't think any of us ever really go into it with a theme in mind. Like, right. you know, all right, this one's gonna be a, like a super metal record. Right, or right. Like, you know, this one's gonna be a punk record. Right, like, right. I think we all are just like, I just want to make a record I want to listen to right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so. That's kind of, and and that can, that can be super fickle and like, that's wholly dependent on just other shit we're listening to at yeah, the yeah. time. So, yeah. yeah, it's just sort of what what happens happens when we're in a room together. I yeah. guess. Yeah, and you guys, sort of at this point, through three, you have children and all of us do. All do. Oh, Ben. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, we went from uh, no kids to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, how many? Two, four. It, zero kids is six kids. Yeah, yeah. And um, the last record, all we Le- all we love. What's what's it called? All oh, we love, all we leave behind. <laughs> <laughs> that record's older than all of our kids. That's funny. Yeah. Huh. So zero to dad rock. And, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> in one year or whatever. So with that and and uh, some of your other projects, which we can talk about. Uh, What's the process, the songwriting process, and with Converge at this point? Mostly arguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like it either. Right. Well, what the fuck do you want to do then? <laughs> I don't know. Write something better. Yeah, yeah. That kind of shit. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it's all pretty. It's pretty organic. We just get in the room. Like, nobody really writes complete songs. Right. We, you know, maybe we'll work on like some basic skeletons. Mm-hmm and just bring it to the table and like you, if if you if you're bringing an idea to the table you bring it in under the the premise that there's a very good chance it's going to get chopped up and torn apart completely reworked and be something completely different than what you went in with right right and um you know and that's that can sometimes be frustrating but it's also really fun yeah yeah and it's 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 really cool to just you know, have an idea and put it out there and in your mind it's one thing and then someone else interprets it completely differently and then it becomes this completely other thing that neither of you had thought right, of. Right, right. And yeah. so uh, that's basically... Yeah. I don't know if I answered your question really. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I... I it's, it's just it's, the four of us literally in a room together like... Yeah, yeah. Hey, how about this riff? Right, right. Yeah, I can do that behind it. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Where do we go after that? <laughs> and that, like, literally, that's that's it. Yeah. You know? 
it's it's there's no secret it's pretty boring yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh and you guys have had a lot of guests ex- well except that the last album is just you four but yeah uh, what was that like working with uh it's got to be amazing to work with just these people that you're friends with that are also just yeah it's great it, artists and yeah like von till and uh chelsea and chelsea yeah chelsea hasn't actually been on a record yet but doing the the, 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 the blood, blood moon, moon thing, thing was that was incredible yeah, yeah. i can't wait to do more yeah that. yeah um but i mean in, in every case that we've worked with someone else it's just it came out of like a mutual respect and friendship mostly and then just maybe a little bit of guidance like yeah. here's what we're thinking right and then go to town yeah you know the the genghis tron guys really fucking went nuts with with uh wretched world yeah and like, i love that song thanks it's, man yeah it, it totally became something different you know a lot of the songs on that record what, which record is that is that no heroes a- uh, axe to fall, axe to fall. Yeah. <laughs> i literally don't even know what songs are on what records anyway yeah, yeah. I, half the time i don't even know the song titles <laughs> um axe to fall a lot of those collaborative songs came out of an idea that we had had years before to do this like collaborative kind of mega band with cave-in oh okay and so we wrote a bunch of stuff and then it just nothing ever happened with Uh. it and so uh yeah that that's why the guys from cave-in all ended up playing on that record is because we were like well we've got all this stuff right right why don't we use it yeah and then you know they were all cool with it and then we were like well what do we do with it and so then we were we were literally like well i was thinking this song would be cool i think jake was like this song would be cool with like you know steve von till style vocals right you know and we're like well why don't we just ask him to sing it you know <laughs> yeah yeah and then that's how it all kind of like everything that happened like this song would be fucking sick with right you know like an entombed fucking right. good you know guitar solo we're right like, well let's get Ufa to do it yeah you yeah. know and he and he did it and like that's awesome. so nice. it's kind of weird We've been really lucky with yeah. that stuff, yeah. you know. No, it's good to. We're, have. we're a really, really lucky band. That's well, that's I, my opinion. I, I think the the hard work is is, is shows and. It's, oh, it's thank you. The, definitely. Thank you. Yeah. The, the, I don't know. The hard work isn't really work. It's right. just like oh, this is fun. This is just what we, what we want to be yeah, doing, yeah. Yeah. and like just the fact that we're able to keep doing all that i don't know i i feel like we're super lucky because there's a million hard-working bands out there that yeah, yeah. don't really get their just due right and yeah yeah. so i'm you know pretty thankful for that yeah no I, the guys are definitely humbled and oh I, thank can, you we're also amazing <laughs> but you know although i remember a few years ago you had posted something on social media about someone that said must be nice Oh God! <laughs> Must be nice is the worst thing. Yeah, yeah, like you, like you, you know, or sellouts or something. And yeah, like, well, know, like, I don't even remember what the context of that. Yeah, was. yeah, I can't either. I don't remember it, but I just remember just thinking like, yeah, people just don't have. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like so. I've had a few <clears throat> conversations with people in other bands where you know. Uh, like they're asking me advice or whatever and i'm like trying to be positive and like you know you just keep doing what you want to do you know keep like just stick with 
what you love. Yeah, like, yeah. Just do it because you love it and don't right. fucking worry about any other bullshit. And like, people have literally said stuff to me like, yeah, that's really easy for you to say. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it is easy for me to say because I have a mouth, but right. like, yeah, yeah. It, what, what does that mean? Yeah, like, yeah, we just did what, what, like everything we've done was just because that's, that's what all did. we knew how to do. Right, right, you yeah. know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Yeah, people are gonna, uh, people are gonna talk. But, that's uh, what they do yeah yeah i've seen comments on yeah, the internet about, yeah, yeah you know people talking yeah yeah i think <laughs> you and i have similar opinions on stuff with uh i know me on social media i like to stir trouble sometimes or oh, i enjoy obnoxious. watching it, it <laughs> but uh, you're good you're good at it <laughs> but at the end of the day you know the people that are like you know oh, this kid's got a misfit story he's probably never heard a song by that like that, that whole kind of attitude just so really dumb. bums me out like yeah it's silly. It, People it's, were born at a certain time, and this is what they get. So yeah. If some kid discovers the misfits because he bought the shirt in the mall, like, it's yeah, whatever. So what? <laughs> you know what? I have no qualms about saying I bought punk shirts just because I thought the artwork was yeah. the artwork was cool right, without right. ever having heard the band. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then. I was like, well, I guess I better find out what these guys are about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, whatever. Right. It's just so dumb, like, a bunch of old fuddy-duddies yeah, getting yeah. angry about the kids. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's kind of noxious. You know what, asshole? This shit doesn't belong to you. It, yeah. It never belonged to you. It never yeah. belonged to any of us. Yeah. It's 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 just music. Yeah. And, like, people can take it and interpret it however they fucking want. Yeah. They, you know, millions of people getting in, get into it a million different ways. Yeah. No one, no one specific way is the right way. Like, yeah. get over your fucking ego. Yeah. Let people enjoy music the way they want to enjoy yeah. it. And yeah. if you don't like the way they're doing things, or you don't like what they're doing, it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. Fucking ignore it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's you what know? I say with like with, when my adult friends talk about like Justin Bieber. I'm like, well. You're 47. You're not really supposed to. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you could. Yeah. What the fuck do you care yeah. about Justin That's fucking <laughs> Bieber? You know what? Justin Bieber can do a kickflip and you can't. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? <laughs> um, but anyway, getting back to music. So. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I guess we are talking about music. Uh, so you have a, another project, which I really love, is the, the Doom Riders, which is more of Thank like you. a straight up rock yeah, it's kind of hard rock. It's something. Band and, it's a it's a hard rocking band. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how did how did that band come about? Um, that was uh, Chris Papecki and I. Yeah, I met Chris when he was playing in Cast Iron Hike. Yeah, um, mid nineties, I yeah. guess early early to mid nineties, something mm-hmm. like that. And we, you know, we'd always we always had hit it off. Yeah. Um, talked to like every time i ran into him you know like if cast iron was coming through town or vice yeah. versa mm-hmm. like we would end up sitting and just talking about music yeah for you know hours yeah yeah and uh so it was always just this thing like all right dude we we gotta fucking play together yeah, someday yeah. and then when i moved to massachusetts he was like all right it's yeah. on let's do that and it took us like years to yeah. get it going yeah. but um and like he and I just jammed together, you know, randomly and, and like, you know, 
his parents house or wherever right. for like a few years just yeah. the two of us trying to make it happen and that was that was actually when it dawned on me that i'm not a good guitar player <laughs> like playing with him Against i was like him, yeah, yeah yeah i was like shit he's really good yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like a he's a real guitar player he's a great guitar player i have a guitar <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah so we you know we, we kind of had this shared love of like the heavy rock and the stooges and like the same kind of metal yeah. you know and then like the the same sort of shared background in hardcore yeah um you know we were big into the whole like rock revival like scandinavian rock revival yeah, yeah. that was happening like helicopters oh, all yeah, the man's yeah. ruin stuff yeah you know so we were just like i want to start a fucking band that just rocks with guitar yeah. solos because at the time especially like it was the like the heavy music scene was kind of just overrun with these like overly sort of uh, almost like I, I sound like a dick, but like almost fake intellectual heavy bands yeah, that were yeah. like, we also listen to Mogwai. Oh, right. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We don't Most, need yeah. to have the distortion on all the time. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. play these riffs that sound like Radiohead. Right, right. You know, and like a lot of those bands are fucking amazing and I right. love them, mm -hmm. but it just got so flooded with yeah, it yeah. that it was just like, oh my yeah. God. Like, this shit is boring. Yeah, yeah. You go to a show and it's like the, the band is up on the stage like with the, just this air about them like yeah. you need to be uh, really focusing oh, on right. me. I'm amazing and right. you need to uh, acknowledge that, right. <laughs> how genius I am. Well, they're all facing the other way. Yeah, and it's like just that. like, fuck, this is boring, man. Yeah, yeah. What happened to just having fucking fun? Yeah, yeah. And so that was it. We were like, let's just start a fucking shithead, you know, like <laughs> punk metal band, yeah, yeah. you know? And so that was, yeah, that's what we did, yeah. you know? Let's just write stupid songs right. that, that are badass and yeah, have yeah. fun, you know? Yeah. Like, it's okay to like Thin Lizzy. It's okay right. to, fu it's okay to like Thin Lizzy and fucking, you know, the first Suicidal Tendencies right. album yeah, at the yeah. same time. Yeah, of you course. know, like, yeah. let's do that. Yeah. And so we did. Yeah. And the, the, the last record, though, was a little more dark, I thought, the, the last one you did. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, just like with any other band, like, I, I'm really bad at sticking to a formula. Yeah. And yeah. it's just kind of like, this is what I felt like doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So all, yeah. all of us, you yeah. know, and like, I got a little better at guitar. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, there's only so many like cheesy rock riffs you can play over and over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then I was in, you, you know, like lyrically you'd go to dark places sometimes yeah. and yeah. that's sort of where I was at. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And is that band still exist? Yeah, it's sort of on hiatus right now. Yeah. Um, mostly because of me. Yeah. Like, I think the, uh, the like, serious 
slap of reality that I got yeah. from fatherhood yeah, and yeah. trying to be like a full-time working musician yeah. definitely like made me have to reprioritize things yeah. and it you know it just slowed down yeah being able to make you know three bands work yeah, yeah. you know yeah and uh yeah that that being said my plan is to spend this year working on a new doom riders yeah, album so nice. yeah let's hope that happens yeah you guys have converge is doing some more touring though, yeah converge is doing a lot because yeah. i mean you know we don't tour like we used to when, right. when it, we'd be gone for months at a time yeah. since we've all got kids everything's yeah. broken into mm -hmm. like you know little chunks yeah but because of that those chunks get spread out yeah. quite a bit more mm -hmm. so it, you know it's all these bands man yeah, yeah, it's yeah, hard yeah you know it's yeah. hard when you're trying to <laughs> like teach a kid how to be a human being oh, right you right. know yeah uh and old man gloom is the other uh yeah old man gloom has always been th that's a really easy band to be yeah. a part of because yeah, yeah. it's it's sporadic yeah everything is based on just when people have some free time yeah and we don't really go into any writing or recording process with any expectations or really any material. Right. And we just kind of get in the room maybe a week before we're going to record and just whatever we come up with. Yeah, that's it. That's the record. Yeah. So hope you like it. Right. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun because, I mean, Aaron is a creative genius. Right. And uh -huh. I, it's really... It's it's really neat to watch how he can visualize something yeah. that I can't. Yeah, yeah, you know, and like he'll just be like, "This is the riff. Just play this. Yeah, do this." And I'm like, "What is this? This isn't even a song." <laughs> right. And then, you know, in his mind, there's like 14 layers of right. other shit on top of it, and yeah. it's an incredible song. Yeah, and yeah, I just couldn't hear it. Yeah, you know. So it's uh, that's a super fun band yeah. to be a part of. Now, having like these out, outside musical ventures, and you know, Jake and the, and the other members of Converge also have other things they do. Does that make being in Converge not more tolerable, but just make it bring other stuff in from those outside things? Yeah, yeah. very much. Like yeah. I, I've learned a lot from playing with with other people, you yeah. know, and it's, so has Jake. So all the guys have, yeah. you know. Um, it's also really helped the way we interact with one another when it comes to writing music now, yeah. you know? Um, used to be all or nothing, like everyone was like, no, we gotta, it's gotta be amazing, <laughs> you know? Like, right. it's got, I've got this idea, it's gotta, it's gotta be this way, you right, know? Right. And like, now I think we've all just kind of learned to sit back and listen to what each other's saying yeah. or what, what the other guy's saying and right. like um learn from them right and you know and I, i've learned a lot from the guys in converge and you know the guys in in the other bands i play yeah. in and i think the same can be said for everybody else yeah. in converge and i mean you know you when you play with other people you get an idea of what their process is like and right. you're kind of like never thought of doing things that way yeah I'm taking that. Right, right. You know? So, yeah. You guys never really release much unreleased stuff either from each record, it seems. It seems like once 
the record's out. That's it. There's no. Yeah, we're, we're not. You, like if so usually we're writing right up into the point when we start recording. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, do we have enough yet? Right. I don't think we have enough. Yet. Okay, <laughs> we got enough. Right, right. Um, this particular time, we did actually write some extra material. Yeah. Um, and that'll see the light of day at some point. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. And that we, while all that was going on as well, we were sort of stockpiling ideas to hopefully one day do a Blood Moon album. Yeah. So, oh, nice. You know, we'll see. Yeah. Is that something I'm sure everyone in the world has asked you guys? Is you guys plan on doing that uh, stateside at some point? People have asked. Yeah. I, I don't think as many people are aware of it as, yeah. you know, as, say, people in Europe are because right, we played right. shows in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, if you don't follow roadburn and all that yeah, you that whole world you you wouldn't really know yeah. and uh i mean even when we played roadburn nobody knew what it was or what to expect right right um so uh i think in the states that's kind of double right like right people are people are still like what what is it <laughs> yes and if people don't know what that is it's you guys did a a, a live sets with uh, it was chelsea yeah Chelsea Wolf, uh, Ben Chisholm, who who uh, plays with Chelsea in yeah. a band, uh, Stephen Brodsky on uh, second guitar, mm-hmm. and then at, at Roadburn, um, uh, Steve Until nice. joined for joined us for for uh, Cruel Bloom. Nice. Um, and so when we did those shows, we primarily just kind of went through Converge's catalog and picked out all of like the slower stuff yeah, and, yeah. and the songs that we've never been able to play right. because of you know instrumentation or whatever right. and uh worked out you know ways to play them live yeah and uh reworked some stuff and sort of let uh the steve and ben and chelsea sort of take it and in, in different directions yeah, and it yeah. was it was a lot of fun and I, yeah. as far as stuff we've done live yeah I, that's probably the thing i'm most proud of yeah um because it really went far far beyond all yeah. of our expectations yeah, this is amazing there's some video footage of it on uh, youtube that i've watched a, a few times cool it's pretty good thanks so, man yeah 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 so hopefully we can uh capture that in the studio too yeah. so at some yeah, point awesome. but at, at this point all we've done is just older yeah. material that we've right. already written like we we want to write new stuff and yeah. maybe rework some stuff that uh that kind of takes on a new i don't know that just has a new vibe with right. all these different people playing with it yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens yeah. i don't know you uh it seems like the set list you guys do are always uh, thought out pretty well. I, I've always enjoyed like how you guys put a set together. Oh, thanks. There was a period you were opening with Jane Doe that I thought was pretty awesome. Oh, thanks. I saw Providence. That's us cheating. <laughs> that's us. Okay, like Jane Doe. That's we can stretch that out for like fourteen minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. like a third, a quarter of a set right, right. there. Done. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, yeah, like. A lot of thought goes into it maybe not necessarily about like building flow right we, sometimes that gets worked out while we're on the road right. but um it's usually like everything kurt has like 
14 thousand guitar tunings right right and so it's like everything has to be blocked together by tuning right and, and so that's it, it, it it's pretty funny like if, if you were sitting in the room with us while we're like rehearsing for a tour yeah. oh yeah let's do this song and do this no i can't do that that's right. two different tunings <laughs> i have to switch guitars right like fucking what what could you could you is there a way you could change it a little right. bit or, yeah. no <laughs> fuck I s- I remember that band arch was a loaf yeah uh, one time i saw them and the same thing they used different tunings and but they didn't have like a bunch of guitars with them like they imagine like sonic youth would have yeah so the set was like an hour long but there's probably like 40 me- minutes of of tuning music <laughs> in, in, in the set you know that's awesome but uh dude and i've noticed sometimes you guys will throw like a song you haven't done in years in a set and is that just something you guys want to do or do you um it's respond a little to fans and that kind of thing we i mean we kind of respond to fans and yeah. that stuff i mean i i think we go into it with the intention of yeah like people always talk about wanting to right, hear this right. and we're just like cool we'll relearn it and then like it's it's getting down to the wire and like we got to leave for tour in right. three days and yeah, like yeah. We have all this other shit to do, and then we're like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not right, right. Do that fucking song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that song sucks, anyways. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, every now and then we'll throw in some stuff we haven't played in a while. Uh, just to kind of, you know, oh, that might be fun. And then right. we play it for like half a tour, and we're like, that song kind of sucks right. live. Let's just <laughs> yeah, cut yeah. that out. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a few years ago, you worked with, uh, you recorded with uh, Max Cavalera, the Cavalera yes. Conspiracy. Yeah. How did that come about? That's that's pretty. That was one of the most random things that's ever happened in my life. Yeah. I was on tour with Doom Riders. Yeah. We had an, we were, who were we were on tour with uh, High on Fire. Okay. Yeah. And Queller Talk. Yeah. And um, we had an off night. So we went and played a show with Full of Hell mm-hmm. in Ohio somewhere. Yeah. You know, just like a, a tiny little like DIY show. Right. It was it was a rad show. But um we loaded out and it was like two in the morning. Yeah. And we're getting in the van, literally getting ready to drive away, and my phone rings and it's some weird number I've never seen. I'm like, What's this? who the fuck is what's this? It's yeah. two in the morning. Someone's calling me from Arizona. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Hey, is this Nate? Yeah, who's this? This is Gloria Cavalera. <laughs> what? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you, click. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and she called me back and she was like, no, seriously, it's Gloria Cavalera. I'm like, hey, what's up? And she's like, hey, I just wanted to know. I wanted to know if you wanted to play on the next Cavalera conspiracy record. Igor and Max are both like big fans of Converge and they really like your, your bass playing. Wow. And I was like, no for real who is this <laughs> <laughs> right right and uh it it took like she really had to work to uh right convince me that it wasn't a prank call right right and then she was like you want to do it and i was like uh yeah fuck it cool yeah. and then they were like all right well th- this is when we're recording we're recording in arizona you can come out and stay for two weeks i was like hold hold right. up yeah i've got a kid i can't yeah, yeah. do that right you know and honestly they they were super cool they were just like ah, we'll just send you the files do it Uh there and so uh went into uh q division Mm -hmm. with uh chris johnson who now plays bass in doom riders oh yeah yeah 
and also in deaf heaven deaf heaven yeah yeah, yeah. um and he uh we just literally like they would send us the tracks yeah and then uh, actually they sent me the tracks yeah okay i forgot yeah. about this yeah so they, they sent me the tracks the friday i was going in on a monday they sent me they sent them to me that friday yeah and i was like all right cool i'm gonna sit down and learn these and then i got I got sick as fuck. Yeah. Like puking, like sweat, right. you know, crazy fever. Yeah. Like didn't even listen to the songs. Right. At all. Yeah. The whole weekend, just sick as fuck. And then it was Monday. I like, all right, I got to go into the studio. Yeah. And record this album that I've never heard. <laughs> and uh, literally, God, I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like the first time I even heard any of the songs. Yeah. I was driving the q division to really? record them yeah wow. and so we got in there and i was chris is like all right which one one you want to do first and i'm like well i haven't even heard all of them yet and i don't know how to play any of them so let's start at the first one yeah, yeah. and uh we just but yeah, i mean like they were pretty straightforward like thrashing metal oh, yeah, songs yeah. so so yeah. it was fairly easy to get I, through i've listened to the record a few times oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to tell that to thanks <laughs> you just learned them on the way there so. thanks man yeah 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 i mean and they're super fun to play yeah did you and do any live stuff with, with them or? No, no i didn't like they they asked me to yeah. a, a, quite a few times but every time it was like man i'm on, I'm on tour with yeah. converge or like you know it was hey we're doing this seven week tour i'm like right. i can't do that either yeah, yeah. you know i'm right. sorry right i felt bad i really wanted to do it yeah. because you know a they're super cool yeah b it would be really fun yeah and like i mean how often do you get opportunities like that it's yeah. just really cool but yeah. it just never worked out unfortunately yeah. that's cool though to get to work with sepultura it's we awesome like, yeah awesome and like i I've, i feel lucky because i've become friends with igor right you know like he'll, i'll just get random text messages from him and like yeah. you know it's it's pretty cool you know yeah that, that's one of the things i've talked about with some of the other uh guests on here is like just being from the hardcore scene or you know underground heavy scene people are approachable there's no you know like matt pike to me is the same as robert plant yeah know, in the same world but i could probably go up to matt pike and yeah talk to him and, yeah he's you know, like or, the most down-to-earth yeah chill dude and he's hilarious yeah yeah really hilarious yeah so it's that must be great to be able to yeah it's cool surrounded with just good people that are also creative yeah. giants and you know. going back to what i said earlier like i'm f super lucky yeah you know yeah like um igor lives in london now yeah and so uh converge right like right after i had recorded the record converge was on tour in the uk and you know he reached out and was like hey man and i'd never met him face to face yeah yeah He's like, hey, I want to come to the show. You know, uh, let's meet up. Let's get some food. And I was yeah. just like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I like, I don't know this dude. Yeah, I don't yeah. know anything about him other right. than I love these records. Yeah, but yeah. like, I, I'm just like, are we just gonna be like oil and water? <laughs> like, what's this right, gonna right. be like? Yeah, Am yeah. I gonna be able to relate to this dude? Yeah. And so I was like a little nervous about it. And I'm yeah. waiting for him in this restaurant. And I'm like, okay, this could be weird, you yeah. know? Not, like, because he's, like, some kind of shitty dude or anything. Right, but right. Because, like, you know, I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. He's coming from this, you know, metal world that, like, I'm not really a part of. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I'm like, are we going to... 
Yeah. Are we going to get along? And so he walks in and he's wearing a blast shirt and I'm yeah. like, we're good. <laughs> right, right. We're going to hang. This is yeah, going to yeah. be fine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and like we're totally tight now. He's a great dude. Nice. Total hardcore dude. Is he? Yeah. 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 Like really, really into hardcore. Yeah. You know, not like, you know how you meet the metal dudes? Like, yeah. Like, right, hardcore. right. Yeah, like, no, yeah. he's legit. Like, yeah a real yeah. real fan of hardcore and yeah. always has been yeah you know so nice I, I think for uh, for guys like 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 Max and Igor yeah um, coming up in Brazil mm-hmm. I, I think there wasn't much difference between like that early kind of primal stage of death metal and like punk and yeah, metal. yeah. You yeah know, it was but, all yeah. sort of Yep. mixed together I mean you listen to those early records and it's like you definitely hear Discharge oh yeah you know yeah. so like, yeah Beneath the Remains and, and yeah um, yeah so that's there cool. you go yeah so uh, yeah so that was fun yeah, yeah and we had veggie burgers nice nice yeah um, and so I guess to close it too you, you've been skating all your life and now there's yeah. a bunch of skate parks in Massachusetts when I was a teenager that we didn't have yeah we had sidewalks and you know i mean same basically yeah i was lucky in virginia beach because we had a few public parks with vert ramps like mount trashmore and uh bayville and stuff yeah but you know it was part of like the rec center yeah which is really cool Mm -hmm. and because of that this big skate scene and i mean virginia beach is a big surf town yeah yeah and so those two things sort of go hand in hand yeah so that was always around but i mean just like you said like there weren't really like great skate parks right right for i mean anywhere really at that yeah. point like the, the the age of the skate park was dead by that point yeah. um every, you know i was as i'm sure everybody else was at the time like in the in the late 80s early 90s it was all about street skating because yeah, yeah. that's what was available yeah, to you yeah. you know yeah. it was either go ride that vert ramp right and because there's only so many vert ramps left every time you go to a vert ramp it's like every pro that lives right. within fucking is 200 there. miles is there so yeah, it's yeah. like well i'm not you know. right <laughs> okay i'll just watch you yeah. know i'm gonna go street skate yeah um so yeah kind of grew up with that same yeah uh lack of 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 skate parks yeah. and it's it's been pretty fucking cool in my adult life to yeah. watch like this total renaissance of, of concrete skate park building and yeah. like, being able to actually go on and ride all this shit, yeah. you know, yeah. still, still like having, having it enough. Like I'm not good at skateboarding, <laughs> but like being able to just, I'm still able to ride it. So yeah, it's yeah. cool. And, yeah. and like, you know, it took forever for Boston to get a park. Yeah. Like, but now, since that happened, it's just been kind of moving outward from there. Nashua just built a killer park, Framingham. Yeah. Stuff is happening everywhere. Yeah. And then there's a like really good DIY scene, too. Yeah. Lots of backyard stuff and nice. like fun shit to ride. So. And, and those public ones are like well-maintained. They're not all trashed. and Yeah, for the yeah. most part. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, you build a fucking giant skate park under a bridge in boston right like, there's gonna it, there's gonna be a certain level yeah, yeah. of anarchy under there yeah yeah but yeah for the most part yeah, yeah. they're they're pretty well maintained nice. and i mean it's it's cool yeah. you know it's really cool like as someone who's been skating you know since i was five years old yeah 
it's really amazing to see the way that um, modern skate park design has changed, but even more interesting is it the way that skate park design has influenced actual skateboarding yeah and so like you know the level that younger kids are at now mm-hmm. like the ones that are really into it yeah it's just it's fucking crazy cool. it's yeah. crazy yeah. it's crazy yeah it's like you know you're watching it's, I'll, I, I'll try not to get too fucking skate nerd no no but, no that's but like you know you're watching these little kids that are just doing like you know kick flip blunt fakies and st- like as setup tricks and I'm yeah, like yeah. that was like the trick that like if you could do that you <laughs> right. won the contest yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. like that's just a setup trick right right that's nothing yeah you know I'm like fuck yeah. it's, it's it's incredible yeah it's also like fuck you I hate right, you right. but at the same time I'm just like I just I'm I'm amazed I just yeah, want to yeah. watch and yeah. I get so stoked right you know and like I could talk all night yeah, yeah. Game, no, no, but like yeah like overall the whole, it's just changed a lot yeah you know the level that people are skating at the the quality of like the terrain yeah it's really gotten a lot less a lot less um male dominated there's way more women skateboarding now mm-hmm. which i think is fucking awesome yeah, yeah. It gets me super stoked yeah you know i don't know yeah skateboarding yeah and that's cool that it's it's because i, I skated a little as a, a kid and a teenager yeah. but I, I never I don't think I ever went on a ramp or anything yeah it was just sort of like to get around town and yeah I mean if you and if you didn't have access to yeah. that then yeah yeah you know why would you yeah you know and it it's one of those things just like anything else like if you catch the bug yeah you just that's it that's yeah. what I'm doing yeah and I I've, I say it all the time but again you know I'm lucky like yeah skateboarding was just going back to the very first question you asked me like skateboarding was literally the door to everything else in my life like if if i had not been into skating with i would have never found this music yeah yeah. i would have never gone down the path i went down so yeah that's lucky yeah, you know, Thrasher magazine. Looking through the yeah. back, like I don't know what that band is, but yeah. it's got a cool looking skull. Right, right. I'm into them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I th- I, when I first moved to uh, Swampscott, I would skate down to the train station. There's a Swampscott train station, and I was probably 12, and I was 13. And when I, I started seeing kids with like Iron Maiden shirts, I was like, all right, those are the kids that you know. Yeah, and yeah, same there's thing, my tribe. Skating, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's definitely. Uh, and I think they're very similar, like skating and, and punk rock, and yeah, people that get that bug, it stays with them forever. I yeah, totally, like, so. man, totally. It's, I mean, I'm a little different, yeah. than I was when I was fourteen, yeah. yeah. But I'm still all the same. I'm still like all the same shit that I liked when I was fourteen. Like, yeah. I've had that conversation with with a friend of mine before, where basically we concluded. Whatever you're into when you're 14, yeah. that's pretty much where you are for the rest yeah, of your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, I've kinda, <laughs> yeah. It's, I've, I talk about that a lot. With I kind of go back to the stuff I loved, and that between like 13 and 15, yeah, is like with me still. Constantly yeah, and I mean, I I don't know if it's that way for ev- everyone or for yeah. every generation. Yeah, maybe we were really lucky at the time that that we were coming up because yeah. there was some really 
interesting new shit happening. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was just lucky to right place, right time. Yeah. yeah. With pretty much everything in my yeah, life. Yeah. But like, yeah. Skateboarding was the doorway for yeah. sure, you know? Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for doing this, man. Dude, thanks yeah, for having uh, me. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Awesome. I'll talk your ear off all night if you let me, <laughs> so you better stop me. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank right you. on. Cool.